Before we talk about the most important questions to ask yourself, let me ask you this. Have you ever felt that you're not making any progress? Does it sometimes feel that not too much has changed over the past few years? Do you wish for things to get better, but somehow they don't? See, that's how I felt many years ago. Some might say my life was good. After all, I had a six-figure income, I had a secure job, or at least that's what I thought. But I felt stuck. I felt that I was going through the motions, getting up in the morning, doing my job, coming home at night, eat, sleep, repeat. And I remember being tired most of the time, trying to catch up on sleep on the weekends. I hoped that things would get better, that I didn't have to work that hard, that I would have more money in my retirement account, that I had more time for my family, for my friends, and also for myself. See, but hope is not a strategy. So let's talk about the most important questions to ask yourself. One of the most important things you can learn is how to control your focus. Because where focus goes, energy flows. So how do you control your focus? Ask better questions. The worst question you could ask when planning your life is, what should I do? Here's a much better question to ask yourself. It's called the Dan Sullivan question. This question is probably the most important question that you can ask yourself. And it was invented by Dan Sullivan, hence the name. So here's the question. If we were having this conversation three years from now, and you were looking back over these three years, what has to have happened in your life both personally and professionally for you to feel happy with the progress. And here's why this question is so powerful. First, it has a time frame. You see, this question has a very specific time frame, three years. And there's a reason why it's exactly three years, not one year or, or five years or 10 years. You see, most people overestimate what they can do in one year. Three years is a very realistic time frame to achieve even ambitious goals. As an example, it is very realistic to start trading, make enough money to quit your job in three years from now. More about this later. But let's go back to the components of the question. The second one is looking back. See, this is a weird psychological trick. When we ask ourselves, if you were looking back over the past three years, our brain is assuming that these things already happened. It's, it's really interesting because when we trick our brain into thinking that something has happened, we remove the I can't limitation. Here's an example. When you do this exercise and answer this question with something like, in three years from now, I've built my retirement account to $1 million, then it's no longer a question if you can do it. Since you tricked your brain into thinking that you will have achieved it, the question now becomes how you can do it. You see, by using the looking back trick, you, you will remove the I can't limitation that's holding back way too many people. Let's talk about the next component, both personally and professionally. By including your personal and professional life into this question, you're making sure that you are covering all areas of your life. And think about it. When you ask yourself what has to happen personally, you're including major areas such as family, health, relationships, free time, spirituality. See, you're covering everything. So on the one hand, 
This question is specific enough to cover all areas of your life and yet broad enough so that you don't limit yourself. Another key factor is that the phrase, what has to have happened in your life both personally and professionally allows us to list both positive and negative things. As an example, you can say in, in three years from now, I will no longer have to sit in traffic rush hour. That would be negative. I don't have to deal with annoying co-workers and, uh, anymore. That would be negative. I will have $1 million in my bank account. Now that would be positive. And I don't have to worry about paying bills anymore. That would be negative. You see, sometimes it's easier to say what we don't want than what we do want. Now the good news, once you list all the things that you don't want, the opposite of this is exactly what you want. For example, if you say, I don't want to sit in traffic, it becomes, I will work from home. That's why the first assignment in my challenge, design your ideal life and make it a reality, is to write a list of all the things you don't want to do. But let's move on to the next important phrase in this question, to feel happy. Now this part of the question taps into the most basic and powerful human need, feeling happy. See, we all strive for happiness. Nobody in this world is looking for misery. And as you can see, this question does not say to feel successful. Because as you know, there are many successful people who are unhappy. You see, in order to design a life worth living, design a life that makes you happy. If having $10 million in your bank account makes you happy, all right, that's covered. If feeding 100,000 kids in Africa makes you happy, that's covered. If spending every minute of the day with your family and friends makes you happy, that's covered. You see, asking for what makes you happy allows you to insert anything into your answer and not only money. All right, the next key phrase is with your progress. Notice that the question does not ask what would make you feel happy. It asks what would make you feel happy with your progress. See, by asking about the progress, it allows us to create an intermediate step. It means that we don't need to be done in three years. It means that we get to the next level in three years. And then we can take another three years to get to another level. See, here's a personal example. When I quit my six-figure job at IBM, my first goal was to have $1 million in my account. And after I achieved that goal, I set the next goal to have a net worth of $10 million. And Right now, my goal is to achieve a net worth of $100 million. However, if I would have set a goal to go from $30,000 in my bank account to $100 million in net worth in three years, now that would have been very unrealistic, right? But to go from $30,000 to $1 million in three years, that is very realistic. And you know what they say, the first million is the most difficult, therefore, Setting a goal to go from 1 million to 10 million in three years is very realistic too. And once you learn how to achieve a net worth of $10 million, it's very realistic to target a net worth of $100 million in three years. Now, as you can see, this question is one of the most important questions to ask yourself. Now, there are two more and I will cover them. But for now, grab a pen and paper and start answering this question. I'll repeat it again for you. The question is, if we were having this conversation three years from now, and you were looking back over these three years, what has to have happened in your life 
both personally and professionally for you to feel happy with your progress. All right, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And you can also go to rockwelltrading.com social, where you'll find links to all my social media accounts, as well as event info, blogs, and other cool updates I have for you. Thank you so much for listening, and remember to join me next time. Until then, have a great time, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank <laughs> you.